coming at you somewhat live from underneath a pile of baby seal pelts. It's the Brian Howard Show. And now, here's the man who pelted all of those baby seals just for you. It's Brian Howard. Yes, and thus my reputation sinks even lower than it already is. Thank you, thank you. That's the unkillable Jennifer Lenson across from me here at Howard HQ. Yeah, me. I am your internet buddy, Brian Howard. And this is, um, there should have been something right here. I, I, and here we are. And I'm at the moment now that I've been dreading now for four months. And Hang on. Let, uh, just enjoy it. Just, just, let's just enjoy it. I'm itchy. Go right ahead. You've got on a loose skirt. Do the scratchy you have to do. Mm-hmm. I knew it's like an inside itch. It's an ins. Well, that sounds, never mind. That sounds like <laughs> the beginning of a penthouse letter. Um, never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> I knew that this moment was, was inevitable. Here we are. First show after an eight month, if I'm doing the math right, hiatus, maybe hiatus. seven months. And um, <clears throat> I wanted there to be a moment right here, right here in the show. I wanted to have a thing to say, a clever thing to say, a witty thing to say. You screwed that up. I did. Pretty bad. I'm, I'm, and I'm continuing to dig this hole right now to see if I can get out of it. Um, first of all, a big thank you to the people at Apple for redesigning GarageBand completely and thus making me feel like a complete Luddite. I, I'm, I'm pushing buttons over here when we're getting ready to record, flicking switches, virtual switches. And First of all, why software companies stop making your switches on things that have switches look like switches you are a computer it is software what would you like them to look like i don't know but remember back when computers personal computers started a a button they would make a button and that was a graphical user interface people were all very excited you click a button it looked like a printer and things would print Mm -hmm. but they still kept them looking computery now and apple does this all the time a lot of their apps on GarageBand. i've got these dials now down that here. look like an actual soundboard. Yeah, it looks like the dials on an on, on an amp, a guitar amp, and they're a pain in the ass to function correctly. If it was a slider, something I clicked on and then moused up or down or just moused my little three finger mouse concept, which maybe I can do. I am one of these guys that is complaining about something that probably has an easy solution. Just stop doing that. Okay, there. Sorry, get off the soapbox here for a second. I wanted there to be something here. And instead, you're complaining about the interface. Yes. Yes, I am. Well, and you know damn well why. Why? This is the second attempt at starting this show. I'm going to be yeah. honest with the listeners. Did we, you check? Yes, it's fine. <sighs> I got about uh, a little bit in there, and I wasn't even recording. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a good rehearsal, though. It was. And, and we're hitting the lines exactly the way we did. Yeah. Yes. We're following uh, the script. Right. We were off air, if that's the right term. And I'm going to use the term we. Maybe I should. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm going to use. Are you comfortable with me saying we or should yeah. I say I? It's, it's fine. I'll come along. I, I don't want you. I want your honest, honest feelings. I think it was I. Uh, well, I'll stay with we until you say something that horrifies me and then I'll jump off the boat. Fair enough. Fair enough. We have not been on the air, on the net, whatever the term Accurate is. statement. Thank you. Since uh, uh, September of last year, I think it was the last show. Late September, I think. Somebody go back, go to the iTunes store, check it out, find out when the last one was. Um, and it's currently the very end of May. Yes. It's May 28th. We're recording Thursday, May 28th. It's my brother's eighth birthday. Congratulations. Thank you. To little... Andy. Andy. 
little Andy. Uh, we've been off the air for seven months, and I have to explain. I knew I'd want to explain to the listeners why. And we have listeners. Okay, We, we do. We have like five. At least five. We're pushing seven. Now, it's surprising. I do shows all over the country. I get a lot of comments after the show's good show. Why did you keep touching yourself like that? Mm-hmm. Will this itch go away? I get comments like that. And then there's usually a enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for putting out the podcast. I enjoy it, which is nice mm-hmm. because, and I'll get to it in a second, another reason why we weren't on the air for a while. This is difficult for me. You, Having me in your house? Yes. No, talking on a microphone to another fellow friend, fellow performer, without an immediate audience response is unusual. Broadcasters, people that are raised as DJs, as uh, voiceover people, as MCs, are used to this, and I am not. And you, as a by virtue of being a live performer, I'm not. Well, I shouldn't well, it goes assume back and that. Forth. Well, because I, I do other acting. Okay. But here's the thing. There's acting. If we had a script right oh, that's now. That's true. And we, yeah, exactly. And we weren't us. Right. And if we were just going, you know, Mary, let down your hair. I will climb up. I don't know why Rapunzel's name is Mary, but whatever. It's really bizarre. It is bizarre. And we're recording a children's theater thing, and then it gets packaged and put on a DVD somewhere. Fine. I'm doing lines then. This isn't that kind of vibe. This is a conversational chat podcast show. It is. It is. And we were on the sh- air the net now we've been on for three or so years right yes okay can we measure that properly now yeah okay i've got the ruler okay all right don't uncross your legs like that when you're saying i've got the ruler it just makes me i i'll turn the AC on during the first break but here's the deal and i digress there a little bit (laughs) we've been off the air since september now here's what happened and i wanted to say and i wanted to come clean to the audience i wanted them to know what's going on because audience members started getting a little weirder at first it was Big fan of the podcast when we were all still on the net, mm-hmm. on the web. I'm just saying on the air. That sounds just stupid. say it. Say it on the air. Uh, and then we were off for like about a week or two or a month, and they were like, hey, big fan. Still, enjoy the podcast. Great. Three months in, hey, enjoy the podcast. Haven't heard one in a while. What's what's up? And I would go, well, I'd make some excuse. Mm-hmm. Crippling heroin Crippling addiction. Crippling heroin addiction. Well, no, I'd usually make something up. Oh. I, I wouldn't be so on the nose. Uh, I'm kicking my crippling heroin addiction. There you go. There you go. That's a good lie. Uh, so see, right then there, there's there. Hopefully, is laughter somewhere in the world right now. I'm sure Listen, there is somewhere, but we don't hear it in this room, and it freaks me out. Mm. They'll just go. Mm, it's a. It's a. Okay. Well, right. I have people in my head who talk to me and make me feel good about myself. All right, we'll get to that in the second act. But right now, I want to finish this idea. I want to say this something to the fans, to the listeners, and they're out there, and they're listening right now, hopefully, to the new feed. And if you're listening to this through the new feed, congratulations for switching over to the new feed, and we'll get to that right now. Here's why we weren't on the air since September. Reason number one, back to Apple. Number one, thank you for using your digit, your phalange, to uh, keep track of the, of the numbers. You're welcome. Number one. Uh, I used to maintain Brian Howard Comedy, the website from which this feed emanates, my domain, on iWeb. iWeb is a program uh, came with iLife on uh, computers, on uh, Macintosh, Apple computers. People out there that have Apple computers know what I'm talking about. It was a great way to maintain a website, for me at least. Yes. Plenty of web designing people I would meet all poo-pooed it and 
turned up their nose on it, mostly probably because they wanted me to pay them money to do a similar job and make a similar product. And maybe the site didn't look great. I didn't care. I was able to do it right here in my living room. If I needed to make a tweak, I made the tweak. If I need to record a podcast and put it up, I did it very quickly, no problem. Apple stopped uh, supporting that software. So I was yes. going to, yeah, I know. And problems were starting to arise. And the computer that it was on here in my house was starting to show its age a little bit. Then it caught fire. Then it caught fire. And I had to run inside of it and I saved all these puppies. Why there were puppies inside that computer case, I don't know. But they're saved now. I've named them Little Ram, Little Rom, and Little Disky. So. The software that made the website mm -hmm. that I posted these podcasts to, and by the way, it managed posting the podcast also. It did that as well. It didn't just put up all the HTML and all the code for the website. It also managed the putting up with a file, of, uh, of, of syncing it up with the RSS feed, all the stuff you guys don't need me to go into, technology of what you're listening to right now. There's a bit of tech going on. I don't know how all of it works. doesn't matter. iWeb took care of that. Okay, now iWeb is no longer going to be supported. I have to figure out how to maintain the site and keep the podcast going. Now, I make the decision, and I tried a few things. None of it really worked. I'm not the sh This may come as a surprise to you, Jennifer. Yes? I play smarter than I actually am. What? Jennifer, I play to an audience, both on stage and electronically through the tubes of the, of the internet, mm -hmm. smarter than I actually am. So my whole life has been a lie. I know, I know. So oh. I don't know how to get things done necessarily. Mm -hmm. And because I don't know how to get things done... Um, you just stopped doing them? You just gave up. Kind of. You gave I, up. I kind of gave up. Now here's the thing. I realized there would be a solution eventually uh, to how to maintain the website, how to put up the podcast, and when I figured it out, I would do it, okay? Mm -hmm. But I figured it's a perfectly good time because I have this excuse because the software is going to start getting dodgy soon. I'll just stop putting up podcasts because I'm going to stop being able to maintain the feed and everything. I have to move things around, obviously. However I do it, it's going to move stuff around. So the going got tough. The going got tough. And you stopped. See, now here's the deal. You are, <laughs> you're, you're, doing you're doing fine. You're doing fine. I know. You're, I'm doing great. You're <laughs> the people in my head are telling me. The people in your head are, are essentially communicating very well with the people in my head. Mm -hmm. Because that, you're saying exactly what's true. Yes, I became a technological pussy. Okay? Damn. I said it. Okay? Yeah. I became a little wary of what I was going to have to do, of the hoops I was going to have to jump through, of the software I was going to have to buy, of the services I might have to pay another person. I just said, you know what? Fuck it for now. But hey, for now. I always knew we'd get the show back on eventually, but I said, you know what? Right now in September, in October at least, chill out. And then, you know, I was I did a gig in Maryland for a few weeks. I was in I was back there with my family, then I brought my family out. We had a lovely family thing out there. Um and I knew that was coming, so I was going to be out of town for half of December. So, hey, I'll put it off till then. Then we come back from that. Well, then it's the holidays. You see what I'm, you see what I'm getting mm -hmm. at here? I become quite a master of protagonation at this point. Protagonation? Procrastination. Procrastination. What's protagonist? <laughs> well, whatever. That would be the act of being a protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a master of the art of pro <laughs> procrastination. And little by little, the week starts slipping away. 
Now, here's the psychological aspect of it, which I kind of alluded to a few minutes ago. I pretend like I'm smarter than I actually am. Mm-hmm. For the most part, that serves both my live comedy variety show that I do and the podcast pretty well. I also pretend like I'm more confident than I genuinely am. Mm-hmm. Two reasons why I do that. One, I have a bit of probably an emotional, ugh, I don't want to say vulnerability. I just, there's a certain kind of person that's able to keep people at arm's length. Yes. I've always been able to do that. And it's always served me well. I'm not saying it's a good thing. And kids out there listening, don't follow my Who lead. is letting their children listen to this podcast? Uh, hopefully nobody. Okay. Uh, so I've been able to keep people at arm's length for a while. And I've been able to manage my little insecurities pretty well. So when the technical issue of the podcast came up, it also exposed a tech, an emotional thing with me, an emotional issue with me. And the emotional issue was just that, as I already alluded to, I wasn't always comfortable sitting behind the mic doing this. I, 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 being raised as a live performer since I was 19, essentially, making a living at it from 20. Not a living, but starting to make a little money at it 20, making a living at it by 22 or 3, going on from there. Okay, my whole life, my whole adult life, live performing in front of an audience, making my way in the world. Uh, and, 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 and I enjoy doing it. I love it, and I'll do it until I die, obviously. I'm going to have to because there's no way you can create retirement true. equity in this line of work. Uh no problem with that. Getting behind this microphone for the 113 shows we did before this one, 80% of the time, 70% of the time, everything was fine. But there was that 30% of the time. Okay, let me say 40% of the time. Okay, 50% of the time. <laughs> 50% of the time, I was racked with panic and nervousness. Was it obvious to you? No. Really? There's usually multiple people in this room, and I'm usually yelling at one of them. Right, and most of the time it's me. Right now it's well, just you and me. Do, do I? Yeah, sometimes it's Jack. Do I seem nervous to you right now? No. Okay, I am more nervous now than I am on stage. That's it's odd. It is odd. It is odd. And, and, and thanks for being a friend and being able to, you know, bounce back some positive energy, maybe even advice or input mm-hmm. on the fact that I get I nervous gave you doing advice. this. What advice did you give me? You have to have a chorus of people in your head who tell you how awesome you are. All right. Other other than your insanity, I was struggling at the at, especially during the last twenty episodes of the show. Every time we do an episode, I got into panic mode. As soon as the whoever introduced the show, that music that just played, as soon as that music kicked in, I get excited about the show, but then immediately a panic would start to hit in the back of my head. And as the show went on, it started to work its way around. And then I'd listen to the show and it sounded fine. Mm-hmm. Some were great, some were good, some were not as good, and you know I could pick and choose my favorite moments, but we never failed. It was never like a boring waste of an hour of people's lives. I didn't feel, you know, you roll your eyes, you think we had a few bad ones? I didn't roll my eyes. I moved my eyes from left to right. You broke eye contact with me as I if did. to say I knew of a show that was pretty sucky, but we won't get into that right now. So I, just stay focused on me, please. Okay. So we're doing the show. I'm already getting a bit of an emotional... Every time a show happens, I'm panicky. When it's over and I get it edited and I get it up on the web and I would listen to it, I would usually at that point calm down a bit. 
I go, okay, that doesn't sound so bad. That moment where I thought I was a ridiculous idiot, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, but at least it was entertaining and humorous and it kept the flow going and that was a nice topic of conversation we chose. Uh, but it took that much time to get there mm-hmm. uh, after every show, to, to calm back down. The panics during the show were starting to get to me. So like the last 10 shows, let's say, when you guys would arrive for recording sessions, uh, that's when I'd start to get a little nervous. There were times when it was supposed to be you and maybe one other fo- person was scheduled and there was something came up and you couldn't make it. We had to cancel for that week. And I would kind of go, thank God. Mm-hmm. I would breathe a sigh of relief and I go, at least I don't have to go through that panic. I still wanted to produce a show. I wanted the podcast to go, but I had to also manage my panic. So I'm kind of glad that it's just the two of us here in a way. I wanted the first show back to be a, as many people as we could get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad because the past two weeks, Dave was available, and I kept saying, no, I'm going to wait for more people. Uh, finally, I said, I just got to get a show up. So, you know, you were available, so here we are. But it's kind of interesting that we're both here because we're on record on the show as both having a similar panic yes. s- situation. Massive panic problems. Okay. You manage it. With a little help from some medication. There you go. I don't. Yet. 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 There's still time. Well, well, let me pick your brain a little bit. Well, okay. So, 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 just, just to put a button on this before I pick your brain a bit. That's what happened. Okay. First, it was a technical issue. Okay. That I could say, oh, here's the problem. The problem is that the wet, the, the, and I would say to people, why no podcast? Well, the application that I use to post the podcast and to manage the website no longer being supported by Apple. So rather than put a lot of eggs into that basket, which is soon going to disappear, I better find a new uh, process. It's a really a long research. explanation. This is kind of what I said, but much shorter, all right? Okay. TLDR. We have we have an hour, so we can talk. The show can be as long as we want. It doesn't matter. That's right. Uh, and that was the excuse. In the back of my head, and I and, and I started even implying this for the, the, the past few months. The past few months, people would say, well, why no podcast? And I'd say the same thing I just said, technical issues. Got to change things, yada, 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 changing the way the website's managed. And I would even then tag on to the end. And there was some emotional stuff that I'll talk about on the first show back. And this is me talking about it. I started getting super stressed out behind this microphone while I was doing this. It isn't you. It isn't Dave. It isn't Jack. It isn't Cohen. It isn't Linda. It's kind of all of us. It's not. In a way, some of my favorite times were when I was not doing most of the talking. It was wonderful when I could shut the hell up and so just I'm listen. I'm really fucking you up right now. You are being very. You're being a very good listener. <laughs> okay, and I appreciate that. And I and I'm getting this out, and it's and it feels good. It's a cathartic moment. Mm-hmm. It's uh, always good to cathart. It's very good to cathart. The verb to cathart. Uh, so that's what it was. Jennifer, that's what it was, audience. There was a technical issue, but there was also this weird emotional thing that I was starting to have panic. See, you can't say mild panic attack, can you? Because panic implies extreme, does it not? It's like something saying something is very historical. It either is or it isn't. Well. I'm asking your opinion. I wouldn't say. As one who suffers from them. I mean, I've had mild panic attacks. Okay. All right, so I can say that. All right, then then I guess I was having probably very mild ones compared to yours, I mean, what you've had. Maybe mine were even more mild than that. But still for me, I was uncomfortable with them, especially because it was in a performance aspect, mm-hmm. which I've never in my adult life had major panic doing any performing for a living. 
I've had a few times when I'm a fish out of water. I'm in like a different type venue. I've been hired for a gig or doing a theater thing or doing something out of my wheelhouse, my comfort zone. But the panic usually goes away. And it usually goes away that first reaction you get, mm-hmm. right? I woke up on stage in a weird environment. I get hired for an unusual gig, and I'm panicked before. I'm panicked for, like, for hours leading up. For Sometimes I'm panicked for days before the gig. You can adjust your mic. It's okay. You don't have to be so, so terrified of a little bit of noise. No big deal. But the second I walk on stage and get that first laugh, the first round of applause, the first acknowledgement from the audience, and I try to be a kind of performer that tears down those walls very quickly so everybody can relax, then I relax. Mm-hmm. Here... Without the audience around us, there isn't that. I'm relying on what's going on between my two ears and in my brain here, where maybe I don't have as many voices as you. Not yet. Not yet. There's hope. There is. So the panic got to me. The panic got to me. It happens. Does it, though? Yeah. Well, what did you first... I mean, all right. Well, how how does one... How am I going in the future? How should I manage this when when they arrive? And they're not right now. You and I are just talking. Everything's cool. The dog's walking around. There's no panic in the room right now at all for me. That's good. All right. Um, positive self talk. I see a therapist. Well, what's the therapist tell you? Positive self talk. It's cognitive behavioral therapy, which is often used for depression and anxiety, um, or PTSD, and it's. The idea that uh, behaviors influence emotions. So you start mm-hmm. to identify your behaviors and how they feed into your emotions. And right. then you change those behaviors. I'm not sure how that applies to me doing this, though. You, you just start to note, or like, it, this, it can be something as simple as, like, my therapist asks me where I feel my anxiety physically. Physically. And then... Well, do you feel it somewhere physically? I do. Where? Uh, in my chest and my hands. Okay, I feel it in my chest. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're getting somewhere. Yes. This is great. I'm getting therapy by proxy. No, don't. I'm not a good therapist. It doesn't matter. I got no money to pay anyway. So what? even if I get crappy therapy, I didn't pay anything. What if free what pizza if I give... is still pizza? Uh... It is. Okay. It is still still pizza. Pizza is always good to some level. Uh-huh. Don't drill too down on the analogy. Just continue what you're okay. saying. Okay. So you find out where you're feeling the stress. Yes. All right. And then that way in the future. Uh, the next time you feel or I feel the mm-hmm. anxiety, you know, instantly your brain goes into, holy crap, we're all going to die. And right. that's where the bad thoughts come from or, you know, disaster thinking. Uh-huh. But if you can stop and say, all right, I'm feeling it in my chest, that means it's anxiety, which means this is probably not rational. Then mm-hmm. you can kind of start talking your way through it. Right. Like you, you identify the physical stressors or the physical symptoms yeah. and then kind of, okay, that's what's going on. And then it gets easier to manage those but catastrophic how do you, now, thoughts. Now, that's fine, but the moments that I'm talking about are here while we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Literally while we're doing it. Like right now, that the, 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 the application is on, the recording has happened, the microphones are in our faces. We're making the podcast now. I don't have time psychologically to do that, do I? Well, I mean, it's something that you work on until you get to the point where you can go, oh, that's what it is. So just identifying it and acknowledging it and compartmentalizing it. Helps a lot. All right. It just it becomes I, I less was. of a. It's it's less of a. This is actually going to happen. This is what's actually happening, and it's more of. This is my anxiety talking. Right. Uh, then you just, well, here's one thing that helped. I mean, that's great. That's good advice. Thank but you. one thing that kind of helped, and I kind of uh, mentioned that before, was after the recordings, I would listen to the podcast, and sometimes, like I said, like I said, they were good. 
sometimes I wasn't happy with the performance of both myself or people, other uh, cast members or whatever, and it wasn't a greatest show, and that would just add to the anxiety. And then I couldn't wait to do a better one next week. Mm -hmm. And then next week would come, and maybe maybe it was a better one, or maybe it was just the same as last week's. And that constant need to push and better from on, on a weekly basis was starting to drive me nuts. Yeah, I can see that. And then I stopped listening to the final product completely. I used to listen from start to finish looking for audio flubs, little glitches. You have to go through the audio, the garage band and take out, you know, coughs and weird comments <laughs> that didn't make sense and do some editing here and there. Um, I just stopped doing it. I just made sure the levels were good. I just drop in a few places throughout the episode to make sure everything sounded good. I didn't, unless I got some feedback saying there was a major glitch, I didn't care about it because I couldn't sit through it anymore because mm -hmm. that was adding to the anxiety. Yeah, I don't listen to it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we lived it. Well, I, I don't like listening to or watching my own performances. Uh, me either. And that's another thing. My voice does not sound on the show the way it does right now in my ears. I don't know what that is. I'm talking about these microphones. I have no idea what these things do to our voice, but it sounds different. Anyway, so I wanted to make that shorter than it was. I didn't want to take up the whole first act of the show talking about that, but you I kind of did. Son of a bitch, Brian. I kind of did. I'm sorry. So, um, but that's why we weren't on until now. Now, hopefully, we'll be back to going almost every week. If you're new to the show, welcome. I hope you've subscribed by now. If you're listening from the domain, there's a little subscribe button below the episode. Go ahead and click that. Uh, it'll t it'll take you to whatever you know RSS feed subscribey thing you have on your computer. And trust me, you have one. If you if you don't know that you have one, you do. They're built in. Uh, a lot of people have gone to me for technical issues. I can't solve all your problems. Anyway, let's take a break right now. I'm glad I got that off my chest. You were very helpful. Thank you. The rest of the show, let's not talk about anything to do with that. Okay. I'm just going to be positive. I'm going to look at this as a, as, a, as, a, as a good moment in my week. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to panic about if it's not if it's not the best thing in the world. Okay? I will be prepared to fail. Good. I will aim to succeed, but be prepared to fail. Right there. That should be a t-shirt. Yay! All right. We'll be back with Act 2 with Brian Howard Troy. Usually this long? No, it's not. Once again, I'm figuring out the new program. Okay. There we go. All right, volume down. Go down there, you. It's Welcome back to Act okay. Two of the Brian Howard Show. This is your internet buddy, Brian Howard. And yeah, we got, we're, we're going to fix. There's audio issues. First show back, of course, there's issues. I'm trying to turn the volume down on this. There you go. There, took care of it. But that little chunk was too long that little wait to come back by the way we don't do anything while we're gone we say we're gone sometimes it, we do well these little gaps were meant eventually to drop commercials into which we will get them there eventually but we always put the gap in just in case and also it's hard talking for an hour long 
keeping this kind of intensity up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to the show. If you're new to the show, thank, thank you. Thank you. Exactly. As Jenny said, what she said. Oh, no, you. I was thanking you for welcoming me back to the show. Well, I am. Yeah. Well, you too. I didn't do that. I kind of talked about uh, all the other stuff. Welcome back, Jenny. Thank you. This is your internet buddy, Brian Howard. This is the Brian Howard Show. If you're new to the show, you found us. Thank you very much. You either clicked on the website, brianhowardcomedy.com, or you subscribe to the new feed, as I explained in the old, or the last segment, which I guess you could call the old segment. Uh, we are at a new location on the internet. So if you are listening to this uh, through a link through Facebook, or at the iTunes store, you stumbled across it, and you used to be subscribed to the old show, which is still this show, but let's just call it the old show. Nah, oh. we should. The old channel. There we go. Yeah. If you're subscribed to the old feed, here's the bad news. You no longer are. You know why? That feed doesn't exist anymore. Do you know why? Which I didn't get to in the last segment, but I don't want to get technical again. When we finally solved how the website's maintained and all that, we, we went with Squarespace, and they're awesome. People over there have been very helpful. I've talked to them, not literally. I chatted with them, uh, typey type version. Need a little help, so I went on a little online chatty thing. They were very, very helpful. And uh, so the RSS feed is a different location on the internet now. So you have to resubscribe to the show. If you're listening to this, go over to whatever RSS reader you use. The iTunes Store obviously is probably the easiest place to go. Search for Brian Howard, uh, the Brian Howard Show. Subscribe to the show over there. You know you're subscribing to the new feed if the words that say the Brian Howard Show on that little graphic of my uh, creepy-looking mug Thanks. right there is blue. Blue. It's blue. If it's blue, then that's the new feed. So I did that on purpose so you folks would know. So get on over there. Subscribe to the show. Also, if you want to support the show, if you look down on the show listing on the website, go over to brianhowardcomedy.com. There's a uh, donate button. Yay! Throw some shekels into our hat because uh, we're trying to make this a going concern, and we can't do this without you guys supporting the new media. So until the man takes over and starts <laughs> forking out the money, we're hoping that you guys can throw something our way through the PayPal interface. Or if you just want to drop something in uh, uh, just some other way. I don't know. We'll get to that in the next break. Anyway, we are back. We are. That was a clumsy comeback. Oh. I used to be good at those. That was like my fa- You know what? Back to the stress thing. That was always my favorite part of the show. Doing the, the, the talkity coming, talk? Coming back. Well, it's all the talkity talk. What do you mean? The the coming back talkity The coming back talkity talk. Yes, to use a technical phrase. I enjoyed that. I don't know why. It uh, just there's something about it. The music underneath it. It's like doing announcements at Disneyland. Why the hell would I enjoy that? I don't know cuz you sound important and then everybody listens to you. Well, the whole show is that. People are hearing us all over the world. But it's basis. not important. <laughs> So this part's so the part that we just went through was important, but this isn't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the part about support us and give us money is important. Well, it's important to you know hopefully make this a thing that to pay for bandwidth and whatnot. Especially now that the process by which the website is maintained does cost me uh, and the show money. Whereas oh. it it was free before, and now it Son isn't free. Exactly. So now we have to hustle on them there. Uh, Donations, uh, so whatever. I'm going to be the pimp. You're going to be the pimp. I'm going to pimp all y'all out. You'll do it because that way they hate you and not me. That's fine. Anyway, we are back. I'm sitting here uh, with the unkillable Jennifer Lynn, a name which I gave her. A name that came from this show, by the way. Yep. By the way, I don't see a nickel of that. No, and you're not going to. Because let me, can I tell them why? 
I'm why gonna, I'm, I'm not unkillable? asking. It's my, what? Why I'm unkillable? Well, they or? know why you're unkillable. Okay. You had a tumor yeah. in your head. And I don't die. And you didn't die. Yeah. You stick swords down your throat. And I don't die. You don't die. Yeah. You get very weird haircuts. Don't what the die. hell is weird about my haircut? When you had the tumor in your head, oh. you had the weird haircut. You looked like a... Uh, How was it a weird... I had to shave my head so the doctors could get inside me. <laughs> I know. And when I came to visit you at Cedar sinai you looked like uh, some weird uh, half monkey, half human child. You look like a... Oh, you look like... Oh, my God. Your hair was like that weird little ape child from Land of the Lost. Oh, I wish one of our geek co-hosts were here because I can't remember his name. The little... Come on, don't make the face. I don't want to talk to you. No, anymore. just let me. Come on, the little ape ga- guy. I'm he look- didn't have a shaved head. No, I know he didn't. When I saw you, your head wasn't shaved. Your head, you had little fur. You had weird. You know the fur. Okay, you know the fur that a lot of gals use when they walk around Burning Man that they wrap around their. Calves if I didn't have my big sh- boots. If I didn't have my head shaved, then I had long hair, yeah. much like I have now. No, it was growing back when I saw you. You had weird monkey monkey fur. That's it. The monkey first stuff that the ladies that go to Burning Man always wrap around their calves for some reason. Have you I'm noticed that, by the way? going home. No, don't go home. No, I'm going home. Look up Burning Man on your brows. No. Not now, but at a point you will. You, no, I don't want to. Just let me finish the sentence. No! You'll see all kinds of weird pictures, and you'll see over and over and over and over and over again this recurring theme of big, giant, furry boots. That's a thing in Burning Man, apparently. You go to the desert to be one with each other, to share love and art, and to wear gigantic furry boots. And that's what your head looked like. You, your head looked like Burning Man boots. When I saw you. It looks net better now. It's lovely. Don't give me the look, okay? You're a beautiful young lady. You can take a little observation of when you looked odd. I looked fine. You looked fine. I, mean, I didn't say it was a bad thing. It was you, That was the look you had. I never said it was bad. I will kill you. You will not kill me. I, I am, uh, The gypsy woman said, I will still be beaten to death by a hobo, Okay. And unless you become yeah. a hobo. Guess what? I just lost my apartment. Oh, no. You're riding the boxcars. Yay. The boxcars? Yeah. Is that a thing? Anyway, so we're back. Enough about what your hair looks like. Uh, so it's been seven months. You and I are not as close as I wish we were. Oh, sorry. Don't worry. This doesn't go anywhere <laughs> weird. But you live on the other side. We both live in L.A., but you live on. on I live in the other valley. You live in the other valley. I don't live in, well, I kind of live in. I live Isn't in the, this technically the San Gabriel Valley? Uh, no. I'd rather not have people know where I live. That's so why you know. I said valley. Yeah, that's, that's why you, so they know that I live because we've talked about it in Northeast Los Angeles, as Dave says. Uh, and let's just leave it at that. I, let's just say that I live where it's getting hipper by the minute and it's both good and bad. Portland. I live in Portland. That's it. Portland, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not as close. As I wish you were. I'd like to, us to talk more. Oh, okay. okay. Can we start doing that? Yeah. You, Jack, Dave, mm. Cohen, Linda. I don't like those other people. Okay, you and I. Okay. And I will also have this conversation with them, but they won't share it with mm. you. Just, all right. But you and I are going to talk more. Even oh, when we're okay. not on the show, I will text you. I will Facebook you, if that's a thing. It is. And I'll talk to you on the phone. Okay. All right, because I want to keep up with your life. Yeah. Because you get here sometimes... <laughs> and it's like I have to get reacquainted with you before we turn the mics on. And we should probably just wait till we turn the mics on. Oh, is it funnier that way? I think it's more organic. Oh, God, don't. Why? 
why organic? Why do we want it organic? No, it's the nature of the show. No, actually, this is a good segue. Uh, my my so basically, what's my going significant on with other. First of all, you have a significant have other. A significant hang on, hang on. I've been wanting to do this for years. Hang on, say that again. I have a significant other. Thank you so much for the patronization. I appreciate sure, it. I'm doing the slow clap. Yeah, no, I'm aware, but there's no one else here to help you. At home, they did it too. Okay. Because they know you're on record. For not needing nor wanting a significant other. Yes. And yet this happened. This happened. but uh, And he's constantly complaining that shit that I do is not organic. Did, oh, did I just do a thing that he does? Yes. First of all, it oh, is a he, right? It is a he, oh, yes. Because I know that you're... You know, you're oh, no, that's, it's you a, can swing the other way. I wouldn't, but I could. You could. Anyone could. Yeah. Anyone could. Catholic Church, swing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So I just said something that this guy says. Yes. All right. What's, what's this young man's name? His name is Nicholas. Now, I'm going to backtrack a second. Yes. When I spoke in the same way that the boyfriend did, did mm-hmm. it add to your weird kind of patronal uh, sexuality that you feel for me all the time? The, the, the paternal Sh- sexuality? Sure. Yes. Because okay. it's pretty obvious that I'm older than you. I'm, I couldn't be your dad, but I'm clearly like the older brother vibe. Yeah. And clearly you're... You know, you 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 try to disguise it, but it's pretty obvious that you're immensely attracted to me. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. All right. Okay. I I'm not sure where to go from here. Well, you don't have to go anywhere. Okay. I, I just wanted to get that oh, out. I'll, it's okay. out of the way. I mean, now we know that it's yeah. always been there. We never talked about it on the show. I assume that between us, we knew it. Sure. I've been trying to kind of, you know, give you little breadcrumbs to keep you satisfied, little hugs every now and then, little pats on the head. You know, Um, I might go so far as one day to give you a little, you know, a little shouldery one handed thing, hmm, little shouldery. uh, What do you call uh, this? What I'm doing with my hand right now. Can you describe it to the listeners? Looks like you're casting a spell. Okay. So just imagine that (laughs) on your shoulder and I'm casting the spell of, uh, of relaxed, uh, I don't know. uh, A uh, massage? There you go. Is that what you're getting at? There you go. A massage spell. All right, so it didn't make that weird. So that's still in place. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, because I, because I, because you know that helps to feed the ego. Sure, anything I can do to help. Yeah, yeah, funny. So you have the man now. I do. And his name is Nicholas. Well, good for you. Thank I, you. It, when you told me, and I did know this before the show, it, 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 it was weird. Yeah, it's confusing a lot of people, especially because of how I found out. How did I? How did? You well, know? you didn't tell me. Oh. I saw it on Facebook. Going back to oh, Facebook, whoops, which unfortunately is controlling a lot of our lives now. But our I would like to point out that it is not on my Facebook that I'm in a relationship with him. Oh, oh, on the because you can on do the, that, on right, the right, on the describing. Yeah, who and I'm you are. specifically oh, no, I'm specifically in a relationship with a cartoon character. <laughs> well, that's right, the yeah. character from Metalocalypse. Yeah, Uh I saw it because I was just going through the Facebook feed, and uh, right there in front of me, picture of you and the young man. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to try to get through this without causing you any kind of vomitous reaction. Okay. You were, it was a snuggly picture. It was a very cutesy-cutesy picture. It was a very not the unkillable Jennifer Lynn picture. Yeah. And that's what kind of bothered me. I thought I knew you. I, I, I haven't changed. You have changed. I haven't. Your status with another man has changed. And I'm fine with that. But... All, okay, look. I'm still a curmudgeon. I still hate everybody yeah. and everything. You don't, though, because on that post you said, aren't we cute? Yeah, but I think I also followed that up with, please kill me. Yeah, but see, that's not how that read. 
It didn't read that you that you genuinely hated what you just said. It read that we're so cute. Oh, you just want to gobble us up, kind of thing. No, I meant like end me. Just because if you if I can't rely on you being the person that I would like you to be in my life, I'm I'm still awful and curmudgeonly. <laughs> I can't I'm, believe this is the conversation we're having. I know, but it, but it's true. I came to know you for I've known you for five years now, six five six years, something like that. Something like that. You gradually exposed more of who you really are to me. Angry, right? Because when you meet people, I'm sure that you're delightful. Yeah, no, I'm really good at tricking people. You're, you're wonderful at it. You're this. <laughs> you're, you're very. You're, you're a delightful young lady. I'm when charming. You're charming, and then little by little, you drop your guard, and those that us that know you well see the dark, dark, black diamond of a heart that that beats coldly with inside your robotic rib cage. Am mm-hmm. I going too far with that description? No, that's I don't an think appropriate so. description. All right. And that's why we love you by the way. Yeah, I know. And that's where that's the love comes thing. from. That's your thing. You don't have to put on airs with me. You knew that. That hence that whole creepy attraction to your older brother vibe that you give me all the time. That's probably where that comes from. Brian accepts me for who I am. He's devilishly roguishly handsome in an older brother kind of way. I like a little bit of gray in his beard. You know, the thoughts that were going on inside your head. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you put up on Facebook, you and this new young man, Christopher. Chris, Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. Snuggly Wuggly. Aren't we cute? Kill me. That's how I found out about it. But Not I, a call. Not a text. Well, I'm supposed to call people? Hey, everybody. I'm dating. Yes. That's weird. Not everybody. Not everybody. Not your mom or your brother or your dad, but me. Your a your your platonic asexual <laughs> older male attractive on air personality friend. I, I feel like you you call people if you get married or engaged, not if you're dating somebody. Yeah, but here's I the, don't know how dating works, no, but Brian. Exactly, and that's why it's a big deal. When married or engaged is a big deal in somebody's life who lives by the normal code of human behavior, <laughs> right? Okay, you see where I'm going with this? Uh-huh. Something of which you don't do. Accurate. Exactly. If I were to leave the house on a regular basis and start going to parks by myself during the day and getting things accomplished outside of this house, look at the look on your face. What are you going to accomplish at a park? That's just, I don't know, park stuff. Whatever whatever real people do when they leave their cave, you know damn well that I am a cave dweller when I'm not working or out in the world, which isn't very much. I like not leaving my my little campfire here. Yes, me too. Okay. So if I did that more often, I'd probably give you a little shout. Hey, Jennifer, you won't believe this. I left the house four times this week. Really? And it, and it wasn't to pick up the kid at school. I actually left to accomplish a I goal don't think you would. and do a thing. I don't think you'd actually call me and say that. I would. No one does that. I might. No one does that. But I might to you. So because of your Maybe. hypothetical behavior, I should have hypothetically called you and been like, Brian, guess what? I'm dating somebody. I didn't like learning about it that way. And I don't. And you're you're absolutely right to give me grief right now because I can't believe that I'm saying this either. But I am on a high horse, and I and yet I don't feel completely bad about it. I think I'm right in my irritability about it. I, I, it sounds horrible. I I sound like an asshole. Mo, most it shouldn't be people, any of my business. Most people found out on fa- on Facebook. Yeah, and we were all dumbfounded. I thought you were kidding. First of all, I, yeah, a lot of people did. It started off as a novelty. I thought you paid a guy. I probably would. Snuggle with me at this party. First of all, I didn't know it was a boyfriend. I just thought it happened to be a social engagement. You and this guy did a quick selfie. Blah, blah, blah. Comment, comment, comment. No, I don't go outside. 
Well, you, I've, you, I've seen evidence of you being in the world as well, just like yeah, I've been paid. All right, so Nicholas. Nicholas. All right, but yes. Let me know next time this happens. Next time I have a boyfriend. Yes. I'm planning on staying with this one for. That's for what everybody a while. says. Okay, first of all, like as an older person, can I just tell you that's what everybody says? Yes. Okay. However, I'm generally single. Mm-hmm. When I so so I'm. Just You've had one other boyfriend since I've known you. Really? Yeah. New York guy whose name I'm not allowed to say. Oh, he yeah. wasn't a boyfriend. Whatever. Well, he wasn't. Mm-mm. I booty I ref- call. That's a transcontinental booty call. No, we were seeing each other or whatever. Not I really. He lived in New York. Occasionally, we spoke to each other. We were speaking to each other. All right. Does he I re- know? I refuse to let it be a boyfriend situation until there's a conversation that says, yes, these are the parameters of our relationship. And you've had this with young Nicholas. I have. And he right. was apparently not thrilled with the conversation. Because it was inorganic. I swear to God, that was his response. He felt like you were being, like, uh, you were ticking off a list. You know, no, no, that, what kind of wine do that you like? I should have just, you know, been cool with it and like, yeah, of course we're in a relationship. Didn't why didn't you just know that? And I had to Oh, so you actually came out and asked the question, are we in a relationship? Actually, my exact question was, so am I your girlfriend? <laughs> you are so robotic. I know. <laughs> and then I had to explain to him why I was asking the question like that. Is <laughs> affection from you received by me? <laughs> Can I call you my significant Instead other? Instead of leading with this, so are you seeing anyone else? Or no, I just went straight for so my girlfriend. I, I, I dig that though. No, I I thought that was the way to go about it, and apparently he's he's a lot more laid back than I am. So, right. but being socially socially awkward most of my adult life as well, I have also had difficulty, and, and a lot of people do have difficulty with that threshold. Yes. Do you even bother bringing it up, or do you just wait till you're like walking through uh, IKEA? nesting as you're picking out furniture together yeah like i I feel like most people wait until there's a ring involved and then they decide that oh now i know Mm -hmm. what this relationship is all right but i can't function like that all right so you got a boyfriend so what's it like how long has it been now uh i guess we've been seeing each other for four months Mm -hmm. uh but but not living together yet no 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 all right i have a rule against that what's the rule i don't live with anybody unless there's a legal paper saying that he can't kick me out for a younger woman that happened one time oh yeah oh yeah so is that a common legal uh instrument i think so okay <laughs> is it called the you can't kick me out for a younger woman yeah that's exactly it all right well you're pretty young and he sees <clears throat> about your age so he is all right well then he's not i mean come on what's he gonna do i didn't think it was gonna happen when i was 19 but it did well how old was that guy older how old was that guy 30 and you were 19. Yeah. And you lived with him. Yeah. I think we talked about this once. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have seen that one coming. No, I was stupid in 19. <laughs> mm, most of us are. Most of Currently? us Currently? Current 19-year-olds? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you're saying most of us is though. Like, I was too. We were Everybody. currently. We are, we are currently 19. Uh, I think I've evolved slightly from them, but not much. Okay. Not much. I'm not much smarter now than I was when I was 19, but I can assure you that I was quite the idiot at 19. Me too. All right. So what is uh so you four months? Yes. Longest relationship so far? No. No. What's your uh, longest? The, the horrible guy. The thirty year old. Yeah. How long? Three years. And then you lived with him for three years. No, it was really on and off. It was not a healthy situation. Wait a minute. It ended at nineteen. No, it happened at nineteen. So nineteen to twenty two. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, because I don't want to go the other direction on that math. Please tell me you didn't meet a 27-year-old guy when you were 16. No, but that would have been his M.O. Oh, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. one of those kind of guys. Yeah. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be with that person. No. No, I don't. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. Did I just jinx it? No. Is it going well? Everyone else is jinxing it. Why? I don't know. People, it's this bizarre. It actually got me really angry for a while. So fuck you, everyone listening who made me angry. But when I was posting pictures, not even with him. Mm Mm-hmm. But just in general, there were posts and people were texting me or emailing me or whatever. Like, I haven't ever seen you this happy. And I'm like, fuck you. Well, wait a minute. Does that sound like true. a bad thing? Yes, it is. As though I wasn't happy until I was in a relationship. And I think that's bullshit. If it's I... a different type of happiness okay. or mellowness. And it's I'm nice gonna... knowing mm-hmm. that someone has my back. Right. But to suggest that I was never happy while single is bullshit to me. Now, we're... We're having this conversation. Um, just to, you're, you're not they're not that precise with the sentence you just said per, of, of that comment that person made, but it sounded to me like that kind of comment. I've never seen you happier. You're, you're taking that a little aggressively. It's just when it happens from a lot of people, especially people that you're really close to, like yeah. best friends, yeah, or. Not best. You'll notice like, I never said that. No, you didn't. Yeah. But a lot of people, I got it from family members. I got it from my mother. So if you're listening, mom, that was not cool. Uh, no, I got it a so lot. So you think they're saying that you're normally miserable, thank God, for this person. It kind of came across, maybe not that you're normally miserable, but just the idea miserable. that I wasn't complete until I was in a relationship, which also kind of, mm. in my head, I and mean, this is also probably anxiety and overthinking talking, yeah, but in my head, it also is. puts a lot of weight on this. Right. I've never seen you happier, so you better not fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody needs that. No. All right, I can kind of see where you're going from, but I also, as your friend, devil's advocate, you may, I think you're overblowing it a bit. But I can see where that would be annoying. I could see where that would be annoying. I'm not legitimately mad at people. I know. It's just one of those things that you you want to think about before you say. Like it's like when you tell someone, "Oh, you've lost weight," which implies like, "Oh, before, right? You were you were you were pretty heavy." Like, well, does it though? Kind of. Yes, of course it implies that due to the if you say lost weight, it implies there was weight there. Okay, if you say, but I didn't want up somebody. Oh, you've lost weight. You look so much better now. Mm, okay i can all right because the implication of saying i've never seen you happier is you have never been this happy right therefore before that you just that weight comparison makes it uh uh, mm, yeah it brings a sharper focus on it i can kind of see what you're getting at Mm -hmm. now well how do you how do you somebody like me who is very happy being single and is usually single Uh uh-huh it comes across as like a oh we knew you were just playing like especially since I'm the last person in my friend group or uh-huh. my girlfriend group from high school to they're all married oh and I'm it I'm okay. I'm the, the cheese stands alone I am the cheese <laughs> okay and so then to have those people or it kind of it, there's like a lot of extra pressure that comes with being the last single girl right and uh, well how should one okay how you look very happy. Okay, well done. isn't it the same as the weight loss thing? I've never seen you happier. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yes. The the weight loss thing is... Uh, you look very thin. You said don't say that. Well, you it's look, you, you look better now. Don't say you look better. Yeah. Okay, don't make it... Or com- you've never looked better. Okay. Things like that. Don't make it a comparison to a time when you weren't the way you are now. Yes. There we go. 
Exactly. Somebody could write that better. A writer could write that better than I just said. We'll call Stephen King. Call Stephen King. He writes constantly. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're happy. Good for you. It was, I think, your friends and me and all of us that know you, there was a bit of a shock. Yes, which is fair. I was a bit shocked too. Exactly. So it started the, you as a see joke. it's coming from. It yes. started as a joke? Yeah. What do you mean as a joke? Like, let's date as a joke? No, like. Let's say we're a couple as a joke? Or no. Let's sleep together as a joke? No, he started that. as a novelty. He started as a novelty. Yes. Just squeezed his nose and like a. He's he, a he porn actor. Fart. So we met, I was doing background on a porn set, I saw this guy and was like, he's got to be one of us because he didn't look like a porn actor. Turns out he was not you one of pause us. pause just for a second? Yes. Something. He's a porn actor? Mm-hmm. Okay. He told me not to use the word porn star because he doesn't feel like his bank no, account. No, because you got to work harder to be well, a star. Well, he just doesn't feel like his bank account reflects stardom. So. Well, it might in the porn industry <laughs> from what I hear. Okay, now this is getting interesting. Yes, now. Now, now I knew is. that you were doing extra work. You, mm-hmm. did, you do plenty of it, as a lot of actor performer types do, to keep money coming in here in L.A. Yep. Uh, I did know that you did a couple porn backgrounds, which surprised me that they even hired extras. I, I just assume the budgets are so small on those that it's whoever's friend of a friend who's just hanging around. Hey, sit over there for while we do this shot, and we'll give you 50 bucks. But some, it isn't like that? No. Some companies have more money, and they try to put out features. Mm-hmm porn features versus like scenes okay and that's and it actually pays better than normal background work really mm-hmm. because you have to watch two people or many people have sex usually i i've only had to watch one scene all right normally you're like when they're trying to have plot and the characters meet in a cafe right you're in a that's cafe. where you are yes. that's true that's true and then occasionally there's like I mean, I mean, I've heard scenes. i don't know yeah right i mean I i've never watched porn? porn am i pronouncing it right it, Porn? Yeah, oh, I'm saying that right? Okay. I'll have to look up this yeah. porn you speak of. Yeah. All right. So you're on a porn set. Yes. As a background actor. Let's mm-hmm. just get this out there because through meta tags and whatnot, we don't want your name necessarily associated with porn actor. I mean, they can search it and it's not going to turn anything up. Except for this podcast Except where you talk podcast. about being on a porn set. Yes. So that's what I'm trying to clarify. Gotcha. You may want, want to run for office one day. No, but my brother does. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, I'm totally jeopardizing his political Yes, you future. are. So. His sister was a porn actor is what it's going to say, <laughs> which, which you weren't in the context of that phrase. You're on a porn set, and you see that you see uh, young Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is that his real name? It is. Okay. I'm not, but that's I'm, not his no, porn that's not name. His okay, good. Name. All right. Um, and we're not blowing his... Uh, we, we didn't just fuck his life up, did we, by saying that? Hmm... <laughs> Well, the man is being filmed having sex, it's so true. it's not like you can hide behind that. Yeah, All right, so he, he's on the set, and you said he's one of us. I, th- I He didn't look like a porn guy. So you assume that he's just going to sit down with the other extras yeah, at I the thought table? Yeah, but it was because I knew most of the other extras. It's like the oh. same group, because oh, okay. most people don't want to be on porn sets. So I was like, well, who is, who's this guy? He's new, and he's late, because our call was earlier than his. And then I noticed he was sitting in makeup and wardrobe. And I was like, no, he's not one of us at all. Mm. Um, and then just kind of moved on. And okay. then he started talking to me. Oh. So he, he seeked you out. He did. Okay. Because that's how they get the new actors, you know. I, 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 well, that'll be obviously a question that's coming up within the next five minutes. Just yeah. be prepared for that answer. Um, uh, so you started talking to the young man? Well, he started talking to me. Okay. Um, and he had an Irish accent. Ah, and so I was helpful. I was intrigued. 
the ladies love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the reciprocal is true. If you go to Ireland, you just talk like regular American guy. Nobody gives a damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sucks, but not fair. Anyway. Happens. Um, but yeah, so Irish accent, and he, he wears glasses, and I'm very into guys who wear glasses. Uh-huh. So I was like, hey, nice. And then, of course, I was like, no, no, not nice. He's a porn actor. This is stupid. Get away. Did and, you see him? No. Okay. No, I did not. Um, you, you did not see him? Porning? Porning. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, but so we we were just hanging out because it was a very long day. The, I hate this company. They're just... Don't say their name because no. you might want to work for them. Again. I know. Okay. But uh, they, their sets are just, they're not well organized and most of the crew is just, they're just very unpleasant. So both Nicholas and I, I didn't know his name was Nicholas at that point. Uh, we were very irritated so we just kind of sat in a corner and didn't work if we didn't okay. have to. Right. And then at some point he asked me for my number and I was like, this is going to be a great story someday. But yeah, no. it is. So I uh, gave my number to an Irish porn actor. And then never. It is a gag. At, the, at this point, at this point isn't this just, funny? I'm going to do this. And you gave the real number. I did. Uh-huh. And then thought, all right, so I'm never going to talk to this guy again. Uh, and he calls. We, he, we texted. I prefer texting. I hate talking on the phone. Uh, yeah. But he texted me the next day mm-hmm. uh, and then just kept. If you could, you would communicate through binary. But Yeah. Okay. So um, he, he texts the next day mm-hmm, pretty mm-hmm. early. Yeah. Didn't follow the uh, swingers rule of waiting the three days. No, didn't. Uh, and yeah, then we just kept talking. And since since then, there's only been one day that we haven't talked. Very nice. Yes. And now he's a boyfriend. And now he's a boyfriend. Okay. The next questions I have to ask. Mm-hmm. Have you... Okay. I'm, I'm Sorry. This is all coming to me very quickly. All right? Now, I know. Not, it's new. I'm, it's I'm, uncomfortable. I'm, okay. And you don't mind. And no. you tell me if I've crossed a line. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to ask that one question because that makes uh, this gentleman seem crass. He doesn't seem like he is. But have you asked? Have you asked him why he does porn? Money. And and he's he's comfortable with with millions of people seeing him uh, have sex. Yeah. I guess if you're comfortable with your body, and if you're not too prudish, mm-hmm. and if you're not on the asexual end of the spectrum, right? And and you just if you're comfortable with just general expressing sexuality, porn is shouldn't be a problem for you. Yeah. All right. Well, it would be for me. Yeah, me too. I yeah, I'm I, nobody. First of all, nobody wants to see me naked. Trust me, you don't want to see what's going on. Trust me, I'm too tall and too lanky. I'm I'm white in parts. <laughs> I'm slightly brown in other parts. I want to go home. <laughs> I look like vanilla ice cream with ribbons of caramel. I want to go home. No, just now. just let me just 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 don't 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 get that image out of your head. Okay, to, let's put another image in the audience's head. Okay, have you seen any of your Boyfriend's work. Yes. Live, but not live. Uh, well, he sometimes does live streams where, like, you can go online, you can communicate. Okay. With the participants in a chat room setting. I. Okay. I don't understand how people get off on it, but they do. So my roommate and I, <laughs> without him knowing, we're in this chat room. Okay. And like, so you can suggest to the performers what okay. to do. All right, I've heard. I understand how these work. Yes. I'm not going to uh, commit. Uh, and so I'm sitting in there saying feminist here. things. <laughs> okay. Not like. Let sex her pop- get on top. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I was like, no, Why no. Why can't she vote for what to do next? Do such and such. Yeah. Uh, so that she can get off. Right. Uh, okay. He had right. no idea. It was Why me. is she only getting seventy five percent of the orgasm to your one hundred? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What is that like? Somehow, I'm I'm I kept waiting to not be okay with it once we actually started like dating, and it has not happened yet. Okay. That I think is a we've tricky... we've talked about it, and I think my asexuality, demisexual, because I am sexually attracted to him, right. but I think it. And it, you are having sex with him. Not currently. No, you're, we're you're doing sitting a in a l- room with me. Yes. Thank you, Captain Literal. Mm-hmm. But you have sex with him. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, but I think it, it helps because I've always been able to separate sex and intimacy. They don't have to be the same thing. Okay. And so I'm not, and I've also been on porn sets, obviously, because that's where right. I met him. But it's it's a job. It's okay. work. And it's it's sex work. But So hence that thing we talked about just a few minutes ago of who can do porn and who has, what you have to be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And that's like you just said, separating sexuality with romance and love. Yes. Okay. And the right. porn stars who can't do that or porn actors who can't do that have serious issues in their personal lives. I and, would imagine. And that's what most of them seem to date within the industry. Okay. Some I would them, also guess that's true as well. Uh, and some people happen to find people like me who are cool enough right uh okay so you saw him uh having sex mm-hmm. with a yeah, another young lady yes while instructing <laughs> while in, while while telling him w- remote control <laughs> okay this is getting weirder all right um that was to be fair it's only the one time that i've done that okay all right totally worth it though especially to see the look on his face and i was like who did you think that person was and like the dawning realization now from his end are you sensing any i can't believe that she's letting me get away with this vibe no because a lot of us well i am and a lot of probably male males in the audience right now probably think that this is some kind of fantasy because because it's i think it's on record with any uh sex um columnist interview people uh whatever playboy whoever compiles sexual data in our in our culture, that women have more elaborate sexual fantasies than men. I remember hearing somewhere that women will have uh, scenes and character development and <laughs> settings for their sexual fantasy. Mm-hmm. Men, what is it? More than one woman. Yeah. Period. That's it. That's as far as we can get. So <laughs> I mean, it is. It, we're just not that creative, apparently. So he's kind of in a weird. Well, he gets that, I guess, in his job. Yeah. But now there's this weird real world thing where girlfriend love. And now I'm going to go to work, you know, bang another. Uh, I'm trying to talk a little downtrodden of them, so you stay higher and call them chicks and stuff. I shouldn't do that. Whatever. Another young say lady. Chick. Okay, chick. Are you sensing a glint in his eye? Like I can't believe I'm getting away with this. No. And I'm not trying to drive a wedge between you. No, Just, I, okay. I don't sense the I'm getting away with this thing because he. I've I've asked him, like, do you enjoy it? And generally speaking, he he's not like, yeah, I can't wait to get to work. It's it's a job. And but isn't that what they're programmed to say in that industry? No. Like if you, I've read a bunch of interviews with James Dean, the the, the porn star, not oh, the dead guy. I was going to say how the okay, what does it have to do with porn? Uh, but the the porn star James Dean, who's the most uh, sought after male porn star, oh okay, by women, okay, um, he enjoys it. Well, I think you would. I mean, I, why wouldn't you? It's sex. I mean, it, like pizza, it's... Well, it's sex, but it's, <laughs> it's on camera, and there's somebody telling you what to do, and you have oh, to I stop and start. And Okay. 
Yeah. So, I mean, some people, some people look at it as like, yeah, I get to go have sex for a living. And some people look at it as I'm, I'm going to go have sex for a living. And that's kind of how Nicholas looks at it. Okay. But it's totally like, because uh, one, my roommate was horrified when we were sitting there watching right. it. And he, she was like, isn't this upsetting you? And it wasn't because it was completely different. All right. Like there, there there's weird, there's work sex and then there's. Okay. Relationships. Okay, like, now, it was completely different. Okay, now the next question. Maybe you've already, I'm sure you've already had this one too, so no new ground here. Have you felt that you need now to up your game? No. Sexually? No. No. Porn sex is, it's not real sex. Well, I mean, there's you keep penetration. saying real. What are we talking about here? What do you mean real? Because if you, when you're watching porn, the angles are all for camera. Okay. And it's not about maximizing pleasure. Okay. It's all about camera angles. So they're having sex in these positions that, by and large, most human beings would not choose to have sex in. Okay. For pleasurable... I mean, a lot of people do it because that's all they know. Dudes are brought up in Mm -hmm. porn. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yeah, of course, this reverse cowgirl thing is going to be awesome. But, like, there's no direct clitoral stimulation unless you're using your hands in that. So, like... But it's just, it's all for camera. Please tell me while you make love to your boyfriend, you don't use phrases like direct clitoral stimulation. Oh, baby, baby, please give me direct clitoral stimulation. I actually don't use the phrase making love. That phrase upsets me. I will use it. To make the joke work, I had to say it. Yes, but then I had to just point out I won't use the phrase making love, but I will use the anatomically correct terms. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No. No, <laughs> no, and I don't want to get into the other terms right now. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, so I make a distinction between porn sex and real okay. sex because it's technically, yes, physically it's real. but Not in intimidated terms- at all. No. Not intimidated. The young lady that you watched him having sex with was a, a nine and eight. Not, I mean, how would you rate her? I mean, anything about her that was intimidating to you? No. Okay. She had a flatter stomach. Okay. A pretty flat stomach. You're a pretty thin young lady. What are you talking about? I don't work out. Clearly, this girl does because okay. it's what she gets paid to do. Right. But no, by and large, I don't. Another reason, by the way, would be difficult for me because there's areas of me. There's the brown areas, there's the white areas, and there's the areas that are covered with a, a, a forest. Um, <laughs> Primeval. Oh, good. <laughs> I can't do that much shaving. <laughs> there's not enough. There is an awful lot of shaving. There's involved. a lot of shaving. There's this weird trip. But like the, well, the longer that we're together, uh-huh. uh, and like, yeah, things are moving very quickly between us, but mm-hmm. not forced. But like, I'm just kind of slowly being put in a position where I'm controlling this. Like, I, I'm not his agent or anything, but like, right. I keep, I'm kind of managing like his Twitter feed and okay, not not man, not like actually, but like he runs everything by me first now. Okay, and now how long has he been in the industry? I know two and a half years. Okay, because I know. Th- that it's a very fast career world where you get into it and in a year you you're out of it and you did a hundred movies. It's it's apparently it's it's like that, right? Yeah, he's it's done ridiculous. over three hundred scenes in two and a half years. Jesus. Yep. Well, how do you get into it? Busking on the Third Street Promenade. Okay, see now you're just messing with me. No, head. swear Knowing to God, that I'm a variety performer and I have busked in my life. No, swear to Not God, Not there. But. He moved here. And he plays guitar, and he used to go and play down Bus, on Third Street yeah. in Santa Monica, California. There's yeah. an area where you can street perform, which I never sort had. Of. I probably should. You can well, basically only street perform if you've got a guitar. No one else gets any money down there. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. Let's not get into the bus. No, I, <laughs> we, yes. We both very quickly slip into the variety <laughs> aspect of stuff. Let's talk about that. No, no, no one back cares. To porn. Back to porn. Back okay. to porn. Okay. Um, so he, he was discovered. Base, sort of like. Uh, 
you know, he's an attractive Irish dude. And so, you know, he'd pick up chicks after he mm-hmm. was playing. And one of them happened to be a fair, I don't know who, which one, but a fairly well-known porn actress. Okay. So he went home with her. And afterwards she was like, oh, you know what? Uh, I think you might have a future in this. If you're interested, give this person a call. And then within two days, mm. he had a porn agent and was... Well, I mean, he's not here, so obviously I can't ask questions that belong in his uh, <laughs> head, but I just, that's an interesting, it's a fascinating leap. I think for a lot of people that aren't in that world. Um, I mean, as a busker myself, I've never gotten into porn. And I've also bust and never gotten into porn either. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about that leap that you make. And, you know, maybe it was desperate. Everybody, I, you know, I'm not trying to... It sounds like I'm trying to quantify and put it down, and I'm really not. I'm open-minded myself to that kind of thing. I don't, you know, I, I think whatever sexuality, right, go for it. I, you know, nobody wants to see me doing it, thank God. <laughs> um, oh, man, it just... No, I don't, I don't quite understand it either. It's but... a world that you know exists. You're into it or you're not. Mm-hmm. Most of us have seen porn. Most, some of us enjoy it. Some of us don't. Some people don't. Doesn't matter. Okay? But usually in the world, you're not confronted with it in your relationship. Yes, that okay. is very accurate. And now you are. Yep. It is a world that you are now orbiting. I, I'm, I'm trying to of, use my words here very carefully. Well, I'm not involved in the sense of like being in the movies. Right. But I've got, porn is trying to unionize. Aforementioned James hmm. Dean has okay. been pushing for a porn union. So I've All gone right. to I've gone to one of those meetings with okay. with Nicholas and right. uh Yeah, uh I didn't want to bring up that I wasn't a performer, so everyone just kind of assumed that I was, okay. and then I was approached to be in, and okay. I had to be like, no, no, I'm good, but thank you. Okay. So, so yeah, it's... Uh, All right. It is what it is. It's and they were respectful. Certainly interesting. When I was well, like, yeah, no, sure. Certainly very interesting. Now, everybody knows in your family? Well, you just put it out in there in the podcast. Everybody in the world knows. Uh, that, that well, my dad doesn't listen to this, and he's never going to listen to this. I'm okay. never going to let him listen to this because uh-huh. uh, uh, we. I have no problem with my dad knowing. Yeah. Um. Because he and mom. Mom knows. Okay. Mom knows. Brother knows. She's cool. Yeah. All right. Most of the females in my family have given me high fives. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know that women are the same as guys. Yeah. Basically. It is. And then the dudes in the family are like, "Man, <coughs> I don't want to say I'm jealous, but I'm kind of jealous." Yeah. Do you think that it's a well? Do you? Th- I mean, I'm sure the opposite also exists in the industry. Do you think that there? I mean, I guess this is a question I'm asking myself. Hmm. You should probably ask it out loud, though. Well, would a man with a girlfriend in the porn industry would he be seen as something more heroic on his part than you're being seen, or, or as you just said, some of the gals were like, "Yeah," would the men be going like, "Dude, your girlfriend"? I mean, come on, or to be like, "Yeah, good for you." I think. I don't know. I think like I've read articles because I've been researching this. Yeah. Um, but I've read articles where guys, civilians are dating porn stars, girl porn stars. Is that the term they use? Yes. Okay. And uh, it, it kind of goes back and forth. Like some of the guys are like, yeah, good on you. You're dating a porn star. And then other guys are like, dude, your chick's a slut and blah, blah, blah. And there's yeah. there's a bit of a double standard. Okay. Um, but lo- at first, a lot of people before they met Nicholas were uh, very wary, especially because they know that I've got I've got security issues in relationships, the, and they didn't think that I'd be able to handle it okay. or 
Yeah. So right. as people are getting to know him, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of changing. But uh, I, I, I got high fives until it was like, no, I'm actually in a serious relationship. Okay. And it was like, oh. Let me ask you this. Yes. Uh, we're going to sign off here in a second, but I'm just curious. Uh, right now it's uh, Thursday at 2 p.m.? Yeah. Where is Nicholas right now? He's working for you, too. He's working for you, too? Yes. Oh, okay. You, the band, you, too? Yeah. Okay, what does he do there? Do they oh, require wait. porn actors? I'm to? just realizing that maybe this is giving too much of his identity away. All right, well, let's just stop right there, then. Forget <laughs> but no, he says it, when he's not doing he porn, he's a sound engineer. Okay, that's that's fine. All right. So oh, okay. I was kind of seeing it. I, mean, I don't know where I was going. He was stripping for Bono. I w- was he really? Yeah. Okay. Is Bono... Uh, uh, they're all Irish. They they strip for each other. Oh, okay. It's an Irish custom that when you come to America, shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You offer potatoes and male strippers. No, he's a, he's a sound engineer. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought I was taking you seriously. I don't know why. Don't ever take me seriously. All right. Well, that. Um, how do you feel? Good. Talking about that. You cool? Yeah. No. Right. I mean, I'm. We're gonna wrap it up here, so I just want to know uh, yeah. everything's cool. With no, us? I've I've learned. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no. I, I've ask too many questions. I've right. learned in the past couple of years that pretty much any time I bring up anything about my life, it 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 ends in a wave of questions. If I tell people that I swallow swords, there's like right. a three and a half hour Q and A session. I bring up the brain tumor, same thing. And so now this is just another thing to add. Although it makes me really proud that now my life sounds even more unbelievable. It does. I'm I'm a sword swallowing mortician who had a brain tumor and is dating a porn star. You are you are at least four chapters into your book. Yeah. All right. Um, Written by Stephen King. What did we learn today? Anything? No, I never learned. We don't have to. We okay. don't have to. Just you and me. We can just let it go. Uh, first show back. How do you feel? Good. Yeah. Yeah. We should. We Powerful. Should, we should do this almost every week. Maybe. <laughs> well, whenever we can. Uh, I do want to thank everybody out there for listening. We're, obviously, this isn't going to be a typical uh, three-act show uh, to take up the whole more than an hour because we're already at an hour and 13, according to the clicker here. Porn does that. Uh, well, you know what? There's nowhere to stop on that conversation. <laughs> I didn't want to put a hold in there. There's no way we would have kept uh, the turgid conversation. See what I did there? Yeah. Made it sound a little dirty. Uh, something I alluded to earlier. If you want to support the show, if you're listening to the show from the from the website Brian Howard Comedy, uh, there's probably a button right there on the page that says donate to the show. Go ahead and drop something in. It takes you to a PayPal link. Drop in whatever you want. It's like passing a hat. So, uh, speaking of busking, with which both uh, Jennifer has done and I have done, we're doing it here. This is digital busking. Yeah, you just got like an hour, more than an hour worth of some pretty good stuff here today. <laughs> and you're going to get it as many weeks as we can possibly do it. Uh, we're very glad to be back. We're going to hopefully uh, keep this going for as long as we can. Throw something into the uh, the hat by just clicking the donate button. Throw in whatever you thought the show was worth. You can throw in a big donation uh, like once or twice a year and keep listening to the show. Uh, donation per every show. You can vote on how good a show was by your donation. Hey, do that. Um... And please, while you're at it, go over to your favorite podcast uh, 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 sort of uh, source out there, whether it be FeedBurner, uh, uh, the iTunes Store, or one of the many other ones, Stitcher, and go ahead and give us a good review, especially over at the podcast store. Give us a good review. Make sure you're reviewing the new feed. And once again, the new feed is the one that has the graphic of my face and the letters that say The Brian Howard Show are blue. A lot of stuff i got to get out because it's the first show back. Uh, so if you are listening to the uh, show from the po- from the website, that's great. Thank you so much. But do click that subscribe button. 
What's going to happen now is the new episodes will be automatically downloaded into your uh, wherever you subscribe, whether it's iTunes or any other podcast listening applications. Uh, when you sync up your fancy uh, phone or what have you, it'll dump it right down there on the phone. You don't have to think about it, and you'll have a more than an hour of uh, fun, comedy, chatty conversation with me and my revolving door of weird and unusual friend with unusual and fascinating lives. Uh, you can also click on that Amazon link, which is right there on the podcast page. Do your shopping like you normally would. Uh, again, click on that. It'll open up the Amazon store for you. Shop for whatever it is you were going to shop for, and the Amazon company will throw a few nipples our way. And it doesn't cost you a dime extra. It'll be supporting one of your favorite homegrown, new age, new media, not new age, but new, new media uh, things here on the frontiers of the internet. All right, I'm having. I'm just still wrapping my head around the idea of you watching the boyfriend. Anyway, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for uh, sticking with us, and to the new people, thank you for becoming a new listener to the Brian Howard Show. On behalf of the incredible Jennifer Lynn, but by the way, Jennifer, around your house, please keep a little more hand sanitizer. Oh, I do. Okay, good. So, on behalf of the unkillable Jennifer Lynn, this is your internet buddy Brian Howard saying, "Cheers, everybody." 